Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the Wendy Leagues Club, so it's only appropriate that we catch up with the new coach of the Intrust Super Premiership team for the Wendy Magpies, Nathan Kalis, household name for the Parramatta Eels. He's joining us here on stage. G'day, Nate. G'day, mate. How are you going? Thanks for having me. Very well, mate. Now, this your first crack at coaching at this level, the Intrust Super Premiership? Yeah, I took over last year, round 13. Yep. Uh, Joey Grimer was the head coach. Uh, he, he fell ill and uh, took over halfway through the year. Really enjoyed it. Uh, before that, earlier in the season, I was the head coach of the Parramatta Eels SG Ball team. Um, I sort of... I didn't really think I was going to go into coaching when I finished playing footy. Uh, I just sort of stumbled across it. Uh, I was sort of a bit lost when I retired. Well, well, we're just going to fix the microphone. Apparently, everyone can hear us in radio land, but we're just not hearing us uh, here in the auditorium. Sol's our technical genius, folks, so he'll be able to fix it for us. Mm. Pressure's on, Sol. <laughs> Pressure's on, oh, champion. Oh, he's that good they named a beer after him. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got you now, Nate? Hello, how are we going? We got, we got you, Nate. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, back, he's yeah. back. I do tend to mumble a little bit, so I don't have time to do with it. <laughs> but, um, after a so, few. mate, what, sorry, did, did, you said you, you weren't really interested in getting into the coaching? No, when I retired, my last year of footy, I'd really had a gut full of, of playing and the game, and I, I got right away from it, uh, went into real estate, but I realised pretty quickly that I wanted to get it back involved with the game, and I was fortunate to, to pick up a role with the Eels, and... Uh, I was just sort of lost for two or three years. I uh, wasn't too sure what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. Um, obviously, working in the real world is, is quite different to being a professional sports person. Uh, you know, it is tough being a sports person in terms of the training and stuff like that, but it's it's a dream job, uh, to be fair. You know, you're, you're living your dream day in, day out, and then to go to, to working, I, I was sort of struggling a bit. And my wife pushed me into coaching uh, before... I, I did have a go at that. I coached the under sixes. And was I, that just to get you out of the house? or <laughs> get me out of bed, really. I was, I was getting home from work and I was just going straight to bed. I was that tired. Nathan, I was like, eight hours a day, what is this? Eight hours a day, real work. It was, uh, it was tough. But, uh, so I got into that and, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed working with a lot of the young guys at Parramatta. Been lucky there and, and coaching the Intrust team last year. Uh, as I said, the, the, the team was struggling a little bit. Uh, Joey Grimer got sick. And I was fortunate enough to, to be given the opportunity by Brad Arthur and the, the staff here at Wendy. I was very grateful for that. And uh, we ended up winning six of our last eight and just missed out on the finals. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to a, a big year this year. Hopefully, you know, you know, we won't have the, the dramas that happened last year with, with Parramatta with the salary cap and injuries like that and, and won't cause such a strain because it wasn't only a strain on the ISP Cup team, it's also a strain on the Ron Massey and the Sydney Shield down here at Wendy. Uh, Wendy. You know, it was great, the support that... Uh, Chris Yates and the guys gave us uh, with the Ron Massey side. You know, we were we were using three or four players each week who were playing half a game in Ron Massey and then come up and play for ISP Cup. That's how sort of tough it was. And the guys were unlucky not to make the grand final in the Ron Massey side. So uh, it's always been a great club, strong club, and it's good to be back uh, working with Winnie. Nath, what about, um, mate, you, you've, I suppose, coaching at the level you're coaching at, really, it's the reserve grade. Mate, how do you find, you know, dealing with players that I suppose have been dropped or coming back from injury, is that sort of a tough position to be in as a coach, to yeah. try and get them up again? Yeah, it is, but you know, I suppose I'm fortunate because I've been in their shoes and, and I know what they're going through, and, and the biggest thing is they know what they need to do as a player, and it's all about really giving them a bit of a hug and showing them some love, because you know, you play reserve grade, you can the head coach might not speak to you for six weeks, two months, and you just sort of need someone to give you a bit of a boost, and um, at the end of the day, it's about how they go out there and play their best footy. They've got two choices, I suppose, and I've already had the chat with the guys uh, last week uh, before our, our, our last trial of the season. 
you can take it two ways. You can kick stones and you'll be in reserve grade for the rest of the year. You can go out and prove the coach wrong. And that's all you sort of really talk to them about because a lot of the guys that play reserve grade now are NRL contracted players. They train full time. You, know, you work with a big squad of players. So they know what they need to do. It's just making sure that come game day, you give them the best opportunity with a bit of a, a structure or a game plan. But also showing them that, that bit of love, Piggy, you know, mm-hmm. mate? Yeah. Yes, I just uh, listened to that conversation over there, and I think it's got nothing to do with Nathan. Um, <laughs> but Dar- you should be able to go and be under Daryl, because Daryl's got a lot of experience both uh, on and off the field in those roles, because uh, he, he spent a bit of time back in reserve grade, because he tells us about winning a reserve grade premiership. He was, was a immortal. very good footballer, don't get me wrong. I was the mortal of reserve grade premiership. <laughs> in a mortal. But, but he also, a lot of people don't realise that Daryl was... Wayne Bennett's first reserve-grade coach when Brisbane came into the comp. Yeah, I told you why he sacked me, because I was a threat. (laughs) (laughs) You better not go too good or you'll be gone as well, mate. (laughs) But it is tough, though, Darrell. I mean, going what what Nathan's going to go through. I mean, you know what players are going to have week to week. That's exactly right. I mean, Nathan's experienced that last year. He coached for the last eight weeks and and won six of them. I know when I was coaching, you just had no idea what side you're going to have on the weekend. and, And it's tough, you know, and... You, you try and do your best and whatever, but he, I, I was a crap coach. I mean, he obviously knows what he's doing, so to win six out of eight, I had a whole season, did you, didn't win six. Did you, did you have some good half-time speeches? Yeah, I did. Can remember? I remember one of them. I said to him, we were playing Cronulla at Cronulla when I was with Brisbane. I said, if you win this game today, we can go from 15th to 13th. <laughs> it was just gold. <laughs> <laughs> they responded accordingly and we lost. We went to 16th. <laughs> That's almost... There was, there was one year, if, if, the, if the legend is true, and I'll always tell the legend and not the truth, that Max Krillich was the reserve grade coach at Manly and they, hadn't, they had not won a game. And he's gone to the dressing room at half-time on the final game of the year and they were in front. He said, for hell, heaven's sake, you... Don't go and ruin the perfect record now. <laughs> <laughs> and they followed his instructions. They got beat. <laughs> hey, Nathan, just with the, the intrust super premiership side that you've got, it, I mean, we've got plenty of Parramatta fans in the audience, a couple of younger blokes that might be coming through that haven't had their chance at first grade yet and maybe on the horizon for the, the next, this year or, or next year coming? Yeah, a couple of uh, players to really look out for there. Hanetti Tuha, he played in the nines. He's come down from Newcastle uh, last year and... Uh, this is his second pre-season with the NRL and he's lost uh, six or seven kilos. He was really good for us last year at the back end of the season. Um, he's a really exciting player. Uh, he's very unpredictable, uh, but he's really good defensively as well. So what position is he playing? Yeah, right? fullback, fullback. Fullback, yeah, where's the headgear? So he, he, did, he, he got a crack at the nines. Uh, and young front rower, Alex Twile, young Lebanese front rower. So uh, he's a really good player as well. Uh, he's just turned 21, finished playing in the 20s last year, although he played pretty much... Most of the year, last year in, in the ISP Cup Premiership, and he got our best forward uh, for a young bloke. Uh, he played a couple of 20s games straight up. So uh, maybe uh, if there wasn't so many things happening with the salary cap and stuff like that, he might have got a crack, but uh, certainly he'll be knocking on the door this year for, for NRL. And we can't let you go. I mean, da- David's put some, you know, what on da- Davey. Mm. Can you put some on Piggy as a former Mate, teammate of yours? I'm no, reliably told that he was playing. a very, very good trainer. <laughs> oh, outstanding. He loved training. <laughs> no, I mean, we had a, we had a really good time. Uh, yeah. you know, we, we probably stuffed up in, in 2005, but mm. uh, we had a really good period there. We had a, a really good side. We had young Tim Smith came through the ranks. Uh, you know, we had a lot of young players come through there. Chris Ninu, Jared Hayne. We had probably had a couple of opportunities to do really, really well, and we, 
we just stuffed them up. So, but had a lot of fun. Finchie was there for a while as well, and uh, Daniel Wagon and uh, Eric Grove Junior. They, they had a good crew there. The lunchtime crew. We had this little. Uh, we used to have this little room in the stadium, and you'd go in there from uh, Monday, Tuesday, to just sit, be blackout at lunchtime. They'd train hard, and then they'd just be sleeping. I'm not sure whether it was catching up from the weekend, but they'd be uh, shutting it all down for uh, a couple of hours. Hey mate, as a former New Zealand captain, I don't know how many, how many times you captain New Zealand. Plenty of times, didn't you? Uh, only a handful. I captained the side. Yeah, yeah. You must have been disappointed with them. I thought oh, I was over there in England when the, the Four Nations. Yeah. The, the final against Australia, they were never in the game. They, they were bitterly disappointing. Yeah, I, I suppose it's probably uh, a, a steep learning curve for Dave Kidwell, but I certainly think he's got a lot to offer as the head coach of the New Zealand Kiwis. I think, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, the issue with Kieran Foran coming back and the combination that he. Two of us, Sheck and Isaac Luke uh, and yeah. Sean Johnson, they're all playing in the one club. Once they get those combinations going, mm. they'll be really good towards the uh, towards the World Cup. And historically, you know, they go really well in, in, in long tournaments. Good mm. stuff. All right. Well, Nate, thanks for coming down, mate. Cheers, I, mate. I know the uh, the crowd were looking forward to hearing from you, being the coach of the Mighty Wendy Magpies. We'll be following uh, the side throughout the, the year. Good luck and keep in touch with us and let us know how things are going. No worries. Thank you. Look forward to our first game uh, next Saturday down here in North Sydney. We're playing at 3 p.m. Nathan, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, Nathan Kalis, coach of the Wendy Magpies. And plenty of people excited about their prospects for oh, season 2016. Yes.